Hey guys, thanks for joining me. We are going to be going over some, um, going over a pretty interesting topic. It's something that hopefully many of you are starting to encounter. Um, and it's one that I've had to struggle with a little bit this last week. So I thought we would touch on it. So today on Grow an Online Business, where you'll learn all the tips, techniques, and advice you need to grow an online business for yourself, we will be going over when it is time to expand, when it is time to uh, replace yourself, and when to replace yourself. We're going to touch on that, and we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, what is the best parts of your job or your business to replace yourself in. And so we'll go over some of the things to consider, some of the things to think about, and then hopefully it should help you in your decision when you hit that point. So stick around. All right, so before we jump right in, um, I wanted to look at what happened in the business, um, in my online business last week. Okay, so last week, it looks like the my user count is up a little bit, up to 4%. Um, I was going to kind of mention a, a really interesting thing. I pretty much use G4 um, analytics, and uh, it shows I'm up 4%, 26 users, new, new users, 25. Average engagement is up 1,200% uh, to one minute, one second, which is really good, and then it shows revenue zero. Um, that's because I'm not selling anything on this site yet. Um, it also says user activity over time. Um, it kind of goes over some other things. What's interesting is when I look at the broke, uh, my Broken Moon Media page on G4, it shows that I'm, I have an increase. But when I go back to Universal Analytics, my old one, and I look on there, it actually says users 54 and I'm down 5.3%. So it's really, really different. And strangely enough, it shows on the 13th, uh, which is Tuesday the 13th, it showed that I had 30 people come from referral. Although when I tried to look up where the referral was coming from, um, it isn't actually even coming to this site. So I think we talked a little bit last week about the fact that uh, there's something going on with my analytics code for universal analytics. So I don't think it's reading uni universal analytics correctly. Um, it shows that it's using some of the pages that are on a separate different website of that that I have. So um, I'm a little bit worried. So I think I'm just going to use the G4. So we'll just go into the new one um, and we'll look at that and use that one. So it's showing that uh, users are 26. That sounds about more and that sounds more correct. Um, good news is you the engagement is up quite a bit to over a full minute. And then when I come down here, it shows event count by event name. Um, I added a few different events that could happen. So page view, that's good. Obviously, they're viewing a page. That's excellent. Um, that's up 35.7%. Session start, good. First visit, user engagement, and then scroll is a new one. Uh, and it's showing that scroll is up 166%. So at least people are now staying on the page when they get there. 
however it is that they got there, whether it's from um, just organic search or whether it's a link or whether it would, they were sent from social media, whatever the case is, when they get there and they get to the article that they thought they wanted to read, I am happy to announce that people are now starting to read it and scroll down the page as they read it. So at least they're doing more than just reading the first little bit and going, no, that's not what I'm looking for. So that's good. And I'm guessing that that's probably because of the new algorithm change that happened on Google. Um, they, they narrowed it down, cut off a lot of the keywords I was tracking for, um, or at least that they were tracking me for. And uh, they pared it down because I was upwards of, uh, I believe it was well over 1,200 words uh, before. And now the last time I checked, uh, it was down to, here we go. I'll look, I'm looking on Google Search Console. It's showing I'm down to 464 words. It's holding pretty solid at 400 in the mid fours. So I'm going to guess it's pretty much done paring it down. It does look like it is, uh, my impressions have not drastically gone up or down. So I don't know, it's staying pretty consistent, not great. I've had a lot, about 11,000 impressions in the last three months. So again, not growing as fast as I would like, but I'm not going after uh, really hot topics either. So I'm not going after uh, the keywords that I'm going after are not keywords that are probably being looked up 100,000 times a day. So honestly, it's probably not too bad. My um, click-through click through rate still pretty low, 0.6, but my average position has moved up to 47.5. That's good. That's better. So that's about page five. Um, I'm not going to get a lot of clicks until I hit page one on those. So realistically... I need that average position closer to the 20s. Um, if it's in the mid-20s, that puts me on page three, which means if my average is page three, I'm going to obviously have some in the bigger, uh, farther down pages. So if it's showing my averages in, on on uh, average position in the 20s, that should put me with at least a few on page one, and that should get me a lot more clicks. Um, I know... Me personally, I have tried to be more diligent about going to page two on Google when I'm searching for something, but typically speaking, I, I will put in a search, I'll see what's on page one, skip past the ads, go to the actual content, look at what it is, and then kind of read the little, the little uh, snippets there, see the little parts that they've parceled out that they're trying to say, hey, this is on the page or hey, this is something that you, you might be looking for. And if, the, if, it, if I find what I'm looking for, then I'm like, this was a good search and I click on it. And typically speaking, if I'm not finding what I'm looking for, then I think to myself, I must have asked the wrong question or Google didn't understand what I was looking for. So I go for something else. Um, I do find that the deeper I go into the pages, it doesn't necessarily help the, the search algorithm find what I was looking for any better um, if it misunderstood me in the first place. So um, I do find that if it's spot on, then I will look usually at the first two to three pages worth of stuff and really dig down and, and take a deep dive into seeing uh, what Google considers um, rank worthy and, and why it ranks that. 
So I have noticed here, I'm looking on my search console and I have noticed it's pretty choppy. Like it's still pretty sharp lines going up, down, up, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, down, up, 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 down, down. It's not showing any smooth, um, any smooth, consistent movement. So it's not staying steady and it's not consistently moving. It is diving around a bit on my impressions. So for instance, um, back Wednesday, March 10th, it was like 181, 141, 179, 128, 153, 153, oh, 153, two days in a row. And then boom, 186, 177, 164, 117, 98, 120. So it's still just jumping, jumping, jumping. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping to see a little, uh, what I really like to see is a small increase day after day after day. So I'd like to see it jump. Um, I'd like to hit a, like 100 impressions, then 120, then 140, 160, 180, 200, and just keep going up, up, up on a slow, steady pace like that. I would love to see something like that. So I will be working a little harder to really write um, some better, I guess, um, kind of fleshed out articles. Maybe I might add another paragraph or two. I like to have my uh, pages by Google. I like to have them re-inspect the pages because I do add some changes. And so I've been adding more changes, more links, um, more links, uh, internal links to other articles when I write something that um, can support that. And then um, also to some exterior links. Not a lot to a lot of pages that are owned by other people. I try and keep it to something that's at least mine. Um, but um, if it is something that I know would actually benefit my customers or clients or readers, um, I will post a link to another place. And if I source information, if I get the information from an actual other place, I will put that in there as well. So anyway, that's where we're at. It looks like um, it's a slow growth process. And I will, I will keep you guys posted. I haven't added anything really in the last week or taken anything away. I've seriously just gotten in there and kind of polished up uh, the articles and the pages. So I've been using a uh, Google Chrome plugin. I've been using Meta SEO Inspector. And um, I've noticed on there that it tells you on each page that you look, it tells you um, where your headlines are, if they're in order, whether there's a double uh, H1, uh, basically just looks at your meta data on the page. So you might think this page looks beautiful. Well, it really depends on how it looks to Google as well. So I did notice that I was making some, some fairly drastic mistakes um, according to the metadata that I was doing. I wasn't doing it um, exactly the way that Google likes to see it. So it probably wasn't ranking me as quite as high as it as I would have liked. So I did go in and fix some of those um, giant red flags. So we'll see if that kind of kind of kicks in and does any additional help for me um, in the next next couple of weeks. So we'll keep an eye on it. I don't want to make any more major changes. I think we've made as many major changes as we want to make. Um, especially considering there's another algorithm change coming, um, I believe next month. So anyway, I think I'm going to wait and kind of see where, where it pans out. I think I've done everything I need to do on my site as, as far as, um, 
polishing it up. I think I'm in a good place. It's just writing and adding additional content and making sure that I have enough articles to rank for what I'm actually looking for. So anyway, that's where we're at on that. Um, so now when it comes to deciding when, um, when you're going to be growing and you get to where you're so busy that you cannot handle or take care of every single thing that needs to be taken care of. You find yourself at the end of the week being like, oh shoot, I didn't get that done. Um, that might be an indicator that either A, you are um, not keeping track of your time, you are not an organized person and you need to maintain a better calendar, or it may mean that you are now building your business to a point where there are more jobs for your business that need to be done than you can handle. So as, especially when it's, um, you know, our baby, it's our business. We built it. We've done everything to it. We're the ones that, that nurtured it when it was little and have built it and fed it, you know, bottle fed it. Basically, um, we get nervous about putting it into somebody else's hands, allowing somebody else to help us with it or to take over part of the business. And um, so I kind of wanted to go over that a little bit. I know that it can be difficult to have someone else uh, have their hands in the cookie jar and we feel like, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, one of the things to keep in mind when you are considering adding another person is, I, I definitely wanted to mention this because I've seen it happen many, many times. And that is what we end up doing is having the other person that we hire, the, the new help, whether it be um, a, a subcontractor, a 1099, somebody that we're just bringing in um, for a few hours a week or just having to do a specific job or a specific task for us, typically what we like to do is give them the tasks that we don't like versus the tasks that they should be doing. So if there is a, an aspect of your job that you don't like doing, what you need to do instead of just handing that off to somebody else is you need to make a list of all of the tasks that need to be done in the business. When you have that task list written out, you need to then put a qualifier on each one of those things. Number one, on its importance. So on a scale of whatever you want to use, you can do color scales, you can do um, number scales, however it works in your brain to be able to quickly and easily identify where it falls on the importance scale as far as um, if it isn't done, it's going to be detrimental. Okay, so let's say you use a scale of one to four. So one being it's so important that if it isn't done, then the business may fail. Okay, um, two is it could cost money. Or three is it's pretty important, but um, it can be put off, you know, a little while, a day or two. And then four is it's important as long as it's done by like month end or quarter end or something. So when you break it down that way, then you can see this is of extreme importance. This one is not so important. So you might be able to start adjusting your time and what you're spending your time on so that it makes more sense fiscally and time-wise. So if a task, and you should also then list out on the tasks, like how long they take. So in number of hours or number of minutes or, or amount of effort that it takes. Um, does it take, it may take something that takes 10 hours, but is it 
interrupted hours or uninterrupted hours. So um, be sure to put in there how long it takes and whether or not that time that it takes can be interrupted. So um, I know that there are many, many tasks that I work on that take five hours, but it's because it takes 30 minutes and then something has to upload or download or, or export or I have to do something else. In the meantime, I can work on other things. So yes, it may take, you know, four hours to make and edit, you know, four videos. But in that time, you can also write an article because in the time that it takes your computer to export or to um, to prepare the videos or to upload them to YouTube or for whatever purpose you're doing, um, there may be times where you can double use that time. So yes, you may be working on on editing something, but at the same time, you can also be using that to author an article. But if you're not prepared for that and you don't already have your, let's say, research done for that article, then you can't just sit down and write it. But maybe you use that time as research time. Whatever the case is, just figure out what it is you're doing and then put it on a calendar so that it makes more sense. When that calendar is full and there's still things that are not getting done at the end of the week, it's time to add someone. So some of the ways you can consider adding a person are you can subcontract. So you can pay somebody just to do a task for you. Um, you can do that through word of mouth. You can do it through different apps um, like Upwork or Fiverr. You can hire a virtual assistant to help you do things. So it really depends on what it is that you're having them do, the importance level of it, and how hard it is on how much you're going to pay the other person. So I think a key thing is making that list, writing it down and figuring out what you can what you can have someone else do and what you can't. And I won't think I would ever in the beginning put something that is of detrimental importance into the hands of somebody else that's only working for you three or four hours a week. Like, I just don't think I would be comfortable to do that. Even if it's doing something I hate, because that three or four hours of doing something I hate might be the most productive things that can happen for the business. Why put that in somebody else's hands? Let them do the things that are that take less mm, targeted skill or less know-how that is specific to your trade. I hope that makes sense. So whatever it is that you're doing in your business, let's say that you are a plumber um, and you're out doing plumbing, giving plumbing advice, you're trying to build your online thing where you're going to tell people how to kind of prep and do the easy stuff. And so you've got some articles out, you're posting it, letting people know, hey, this is how easy it is to free up your garbage disposal and then let me know when it's time to replace it. Okay, so um, they may they may be following you on social media, they may be following you on, um, on your YouTube channel, or they may subscribe, they may um, earmark you or whatever so that they know, man, you know what, man, this guy's helped me out like five times already. Um, but you know what? It's time for a new garbage disposal. He's he's helped me limp it along, but it's it's time for a new one. I'm gonna have to have him call him call him and have him out. That will build a relationship with people that will allow them to stay or you to stay on their mind. Well, if that's what you're doing, I wouldn't necessarily like farm out. Hey, here's how uh, you make my videos. I would make those yourself. Now you may farm out having them edited. 
you may farm out um, the uh, closed captioning. There, there are some aspects that you might want to farm out, but it should probably be your face on there. And you are the one describing what it is you're doing and how to work it, how to do it. Uh, because you're going to have tips and techniques in there that other people who are just doing some research and then just plopping it up there for an article, they're going to sound like they just did research and they're plopping it up there. Versus you who have done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, you can do it with your eyes closed, you're going to be able to walk them through it in a way that builds confidence and comfort in them knowing you. So... Be sure when you are having someone else do something, they're doing something that they can do and they're not taking away from something you should be doing. All right. Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully, um, hopefully you've got a little bit of something from that. Um, I know that I, it is now time. I, am, I have been spending so much time um, working on the back end of my websites. Um, and my businesses. I have a couple of different um, websites and businesses for those of you who are kind of watch me on um, Facebook. They, you, you've seen it, um, so you probably know that I'm, I'm a member of multiple groups, and those groups are also businesses that I have various partners with um, that are um, being worked on. But I have been spending and learning an absorbent amount of time on the back end of building websites. And honestly, as fun as it is, it's taking away now from doing the front-end business. Um, so while I was super excited and thought, you know what, I'm going to start this podcast, I'm going to build this business from the ground up, from the back end, I'm going to do it. And then um, I have been working and working and working on that thing. It has been working fairly well, but oh my goodness, I realized after having just a couple of little things done by somebody who knows what they're doing, uh, they were able to do them in an hour's time. And uh, when I started to do the math, I thought, my goodness, uh, you did it in one hour for this price. And I've been working on it. It took me like four hours to figure out how to do it. And then two more hours to do it. That's six hours of my time. And so when I cost average the money out, it's actually cheaper to have pay someone and have them do it than it is for me to spend my time doing it um, and spending that much time doing it. So, um, I don't know. I think I'm to the point now where I'm going to go ahead and start farming out a lot of the um, kind of hands-on technical stuff for the back end of my website. And I believe because I have so many websites, I can probably package deal those um, and have them um, professionally handled and still allow me to jump in, add my own um, articles but it'll get free me up to do more time writing the articles and then posting the articles rather than writing the articles, posting the articles, creating the template, putting the template on, creating the pages, making the, um, the different silos to put the different topics for the different articles into. Like I'm just spending too much time doing, doing fun things that I enjoy, but I'm not ready to just retire and just have fun building, building out my stuff. So I think I'm going to have, um, have those hosted for me by somebody else who knows what they're doing so that I can then just contact them and say, hey, here's the structure of the website I need. Here's the functionality. Um, how soon can you get that done for me? Boop, it's up. And then whoo, I start adding my content. So I think I'm going to be more content rich, um, a little less money. Uh, so I guess, what is it? Content rich, money poor. I'm going to be that. So I'm going to spend a little more, a uh, few more dollars 
but I'm going to get a lot more from it. And I believe um, it'll free up my time to start doing um, start doing more of the actual personal coaching um, that I was doing before. And um, I'm, I've kind of been missing it. So I was hoping, especially through the transition of having uh, COVID, I was hoping that being able to um, kind of touch base and talk with you guys on a podcast, it would take the place of sitting and doing individual individual coaching and um, business consulting, kind of in-person, one-on-one, just talking to people. Um, and while it has tided me over and it has helped out quite a bit, um, it really hasn't taken the place of it. And so as, as things start to open back up, um, and people are allowed to meet again, instead of just canceling the podcast or dropping it, I think what I'm going to start doing instead is start having some guests and being able to talk to people um, live on the show. I know I talked um, a couple of times before about, hey, give me a call. Let's call. Let's talk on the phone. Like, let's do this. Um, and I haven't, um, maybe my audience is, is too small or maybe you guys are just too embarrassed, but nobody's actually called me and said, or sent me a message being like, Hey, I'd love to talk to you even for only 10 minutes or whatever. Um, I've got some questions. I've got some stuff I'd like to go over. So, um, here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm going to propose to you guys. I am going to be on my, uh, Facebook channel and I think I'm going to start doing a couple of live Q and A. So I think I'm going to do it. I'm not going to, I don't have a ton of time. I'll be honest with you. So I'm going to probably jump on and start doing it once every other week. So I will post that I'm going to be doing it and then I will jump on and I will do it. So we will do some live Q and A and we will talk um, about the topics that we talk about here on the show. So you'll be able to ask questions live. I, um, I may record some of that and then use it um, on my podcast to expand out or to um, answer questions that maybe we don't have the answer to um, right there on the air live. But we will see how that goes. And um, if uh, if you have any interest at all on pre-contacting me and letting me know, hey, uh, what's this this topic? I just noticed it looks like you're going to be talking about and da, 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 on this particular day, I would love to uh, make sure that I'm on and I'd like to be your first, you know, guest. I'd like to talk to you first. Hit me up, let me know. And then if there's even something you want to add to it or, hey, maybe um, maybe it's a specific business that you're like, hey, I've got a specific business question, but seriously, like I'd like to kind of promote my business on your um, on your video or on your show. I'll absolutely allow it. So um, let's do that. If you are building a business and you are actually doing what we are um, trying to do with this podcast, and that is help you build a business. If you are working on your own business, and I don't care if it is something that you think, well, I haven't actually had any customers yet, so it's not really a business. If you're treating it like a business and you're building it, then man, I want to talk to you. Like, let's talk because you are doing the thing that 97% of the rest of the population is too scared to do. So if you are actually taking that chance, you're taking that risk, you are putting your, um, you're putting the rubber where, where the rubber meets the road. Like you are putting your, um, yourself out there in order to do this, then let's talk. Cause you probably need encouragement, uh, number one. And number two, 
Um, there's just something so exciting about talking to budding entrepreneurs that are starting to seriously make it happen, who are willing to stand up and do what other people's won't other people won't do because it will allow you to have what other people can't have. So with that in mind, please do reach out, hit me up on Facebook, jump in and uh Direct message me. It's Aaron Gerald's. You can't miss me. A-A-R-O-N-J-A-R-R-E-L-S. Um, you can look me up at AaronGerald's.com. You can look me up Broken Moon Media. Uh, jump on the Facebook and get me at um, Aaron Gerald's or Broken Moon Media or Growing Online Business. Uh, we do have a group for our Growing Online Business audience. And so if you are growing that business, please do hit me up on that. Let me know. Um, I'd love to talk to you. So until then, uh, please like, subscribe, and do share this podcast with your friends. Thanks, guys. Go out and be successful.